thank you for tuning in to Every Ray Living. It's your girl, Rayette. Welcome. I want to start off by saying thank you again for taking the time out of your day to um, listen to my podcast. Um, There's so many things you can be doing in the run of a day. And when you take the time out to check me out on my podcast, I'm thankful, I'm grateful, and humbled. (laughs) Because, like I said, you could be doing 25 other things. But when you make a conscious decision to click on to Every Ray Living, I'm so appreciative of that. And I always want to make sure that I let that be known. Um, Now, I have been so excited about sharing a couple of things with you guys tonight. Um, But at the same time, I've been trying to make sure I stay within a time frame because I'm a wordy person anyway, and I can get long winded just because I don't mind talking because that's what I like to do. But I didn't want to um, do too much of that because in sharing what I'm going to share with you, I get excited, I get humbled, I get all these different things. And, you know, I don't want it to go off into that. But I also want to share and enlighten and motivate because I think at the end of the day, that's what we're all here to do, to motivate one another. You know, what I am cognizant of is that everyone is not going to take to what I say I typically you know wouldn't take to what any and everybody else would say because sometimes at some point in your life everything isn't for you to hear so it's not that people are haters every time they don't vibe with what you say they just might be in a season where it, they're not trying to hear what anybody is saying and it's not ever really personal and it just might not be their time to hear that you know I'm guilty of that. You know, someone can say something and it'll go over my head because I'll think it's not for me. But then at a certain point in my life, I may hear that word again or or whatever it is. And I'll respond to it like I've never heard it before. And that is what I want to talk to you about. But I'm going to ask you, have you ever heard something, whether it be a word or words, a quote? It can even be a sermon from church. That you've heard a hundred times and you've not paid no attention. But then there's a season in your life where you hear it and you respond to it like you've never heard it before. I'm guilty of that. And nothing is new under the sun. So because there's nothing new under the sun, I'm pretty sure we've all done that. And we forget. I know for me, I can tell my kids a hundred things, a hundred different ways just to make sure when they go out into the world, if somebody says it to them, they can't say they never heard it before. And sure enough, they'll go around Susie Q or Billy Bob, makeup names, of course, and they'll come back and say, you know, such and such said this to me. And you're looking like, uh, I've told you that before. And they'll let you know, well, you didn't say it quite like they did. And they said it like this. And so you're just looking like, okay, so I've never, ever told you that. Your first time hearing it was through Billy Bob or Susie Q. Well, you know that's not the case. But for them, just like us, at a particular time in their life, at a particular um, moment of transitioning, when you hear things um, that you've heard numerous times, it'll sound different when you're in a position of wanting to make some different changes. So for me, I want to introduce you to three words as if you've never heard them before. And the reason these three words I want to introduce to you is because They have been insightful, influential, and inspiring to me 
on different levels for different reasons. Um, the first um, word I want to introduce to you is balance. And we know that balance means to be steady. Well, in 2018, I was dealing with being imbalanced. And when I what I mean by that is time, finances, <laughs> um, relationships, whether it be family, friends, work, because we all have that. But for me, my biggest hurdle was time management. So I was battling a lot of being punctual for certain things. And for example, I would have to be at work at 5.30 in the morning and I would be up in plenty of time to be at work on time. But I would just think of 25 things I could do at four something in the morning and tackle them all so much so that I'm almost running late for work. And then I'm rushing, asking God to hold the clock so that I'm not late. Doing that so much, I eventually got a firm smack on the hand because there was no, okay, I'm going to hold the clock. You know, it got to the point, you know, I had to get it together because it just became part of my norm. I didn't like it, but I just operated like that. And I did, like I said, I just didn't like it. And I wasn't being fulfilled, feeling busy all the time. Now, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like I was doing silly stuff. Because I was definitely doing things, but I, I never felt productive. You know, I always just felt rushed and I never felt like I accomplished anything personally because it was typically for someone else, you know, whether it be my kids, whether it be I just wanted something to look different when I came home. It could be a numerous things, but I never felt like, okay, I did that. I'm, I'm, I'm at peace now that I've done those things. I would just run to work, rushing, and then my work day was rushed, and then I'm ready to come home, and then I would come home just to repeat the cycle all over again, always on the go, always doing stuff, and again, never feeling like I'm accomplishing anything personally because I'm running here and there and everywhere to do stuff that really can wait or, do it, or doing those things in a more productive, balanced manner. So I knew in 2019, I was going to start a different um, path. <laughs> you know, I knew I was going to start doing some things differently. And I didn't do any New Year's resolutions for January um, 19. I just knew I was going to do a transformation. And I know that Rome wasn't built in a day. So I knew anything that I was going to start doing, I was going to have to do it in steps, but do it with the intention, the intention to get better at it. So... Again, January 1, to be exact, around 8 o'clock in the morning, 2019, it wasn't a New Year's resolution. It was just, again, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to work on. So in my prayer, in my meditation, I was praying about some things. And let me just go full disclosure. I'm probably never going to apologize for praying and referencing praying and God and faith and all that in my podcast because that is the core of who I am. So everything about me is centered around prayer and faith. So I'm just letting you know <laughs> in case that might throw some people off where you probably don't want to hear all that, but it is what it is. So going back to January 1, I'm praying and I knew that I was working on balance because I knew that's, you know, kind of what I have been dealing with, you know. So in that, the word boldness came to me. And then, you know, as I kept praying and meditating or whatever, the word birth came. So much so that as I'm praying and meditating, I was distracted. 
So much so that I went and got a note card and wrote um, balance, bonus, birth. No, in no particular order. I just wrote them down so I didn't forget, you know, the words. So once I did all that, finished up praying or whatever, I then just spoke it out loud. Go in balance with boldness to birth what you're called to do. Now that came to be a little bit more personal, but I'm just going to share it to you in this in this way because... We all are put here to go in balance with boldness to birth what we're called to do. And that is why I got excited because I wanted to share that with you. Go in balance with boldness to birth what you're called to do because that's universal. We're all put on this work in this world, on this earth to birth something, whether it be small to someone else, big to you. Big to you, small to someone else, we're called to birth whatever it is, you know, that's inside of us. And the reason that was so impactful to me is because I've heard those words before. We know boldness means to be courageous and confident. And we know that birth means to bring forth. But I think when I think of birth, I think of childbearing. And I think I just leave it there. And, you know, I don't really... Think about anything personal that I'm trying to birth to bring forth. I just think child bearing, you know. So in that, I remembered um, those three words that I wrote on my note card. And then on the flip side of the note card, I, I wrote, go in balance with boldness to birth what you're called to do. And when I would buy my kids journals, I would write that inside of their journal. Everything that I have in my house that... um whether it be a journal, a Bible, whatever, I write that in there because that's that's my tagline. And so if you've ever seen me have BBB on my Facebook here and there, that's what that means. Um, some probably thought I meant big, beautiful, whatever. I am beautiful. In my head, I'm 110, so big wouldn't apply to me. So I just wanted to clear up that's what that is. If you were, you know, if anybody was wondering, if anybody even paid attention. That's what that is. And so going back to going in um, balance with boldness to birth what you're called to do, we don't do that because, one, we're not bold all the time. Sometimes we're bold in areas that are easy for us, and we can accomplish that. But things that require a little bit more confidence and a little bit more courage from us, we don't go in that direction typically because we either worry about what people say or what they're not saying. And we're all guilty of that. I haven't met a person that was that confident that they never cared what nobody thought. And if they are there in that point in their life, growth and maturity has got them there. And so to a certain degree, you kind of should care what people think, but not to the point where it consumes you, it stifles you to move forward. And so when you do that, you never birth what it is you're called to do. And you stay there because sometimes we wait for that right person to say it. It's okay to do it. Or we get too caught up on what everybody's opinion is of us to do it. And we have way more critics than we have people who are um, supporters. And you don't know your critics that are doing it for, you know, uh, constructive criticism. And then you'll know the critics who are just intimidated by you doing more than them. And that's a lot of times, you know, why we don't get a lot of support in certain areas, because there are those people that want you to do good, 
but not as good as them or better. And you don't have no time to figure out who those people are because you just still got to keep going no matter who's in your corner, or who's not. And so when you, when you get that under control with yourself, then you can start birthing certain things and you can start bringing certain things to fruition because you get a different belief system about yourself and you're not consumed so much with what other people think. Now, I want to share something to you, share something with you um, in regards to going in balance with boldness to birth. I was dealing with my hair and us ladies, we can all relate to hair trauma as, on, on some level. Well, I, I had a head full of hair growing up, you know, now with the exception of Elise, you know, putting a jerry curl in my hair and frying it to death. Um, hair trauma came to me several years ago. Um, it was in the, it was in the works, but I didn't see it because I was all about making sure I had my hair perm, bone straight. And then when I got done getting it permed, I had to have every color in the book. And then, you know, once I got tired of that look, let me go ahead and get some extensions and have that ripped out of my um, brain, you know, because I did have that whole situation going on where my hairdresser, bless her soul, she passed on. Um, well, she was a transvestite, so I don't, I'm not really sure what to call her, but she, you know, didn't take the um, extensions out of my hair properly and she washed it out and pulled my hair from the root. I had two bald spots in the top of my head and they never, my scalp never really recovered from that trauma because it was pulled from the root. So again, that always was a weaker part of my hair. Well, fast forwarding, even when that hair grew, it just was always thin in that area. But you would think that would stop me from getting extensions, right? Mm -mm. Constantly got extensions, got braids. And, then, and, and we know we don't just get extensions and braids like normal. We got to make sure they're pulled to the gods, like where you look like a whole different person by the eyes because that's how tight it's got to be. So after doing that for years and years and years and years, I stopped wanting to wear extensions. But then when I stopped wanting to wear extensions and all that, my hair was damaged. It looked so ridiculous that I'm like, I can't. I have to just keep wearing them. So I kept doing that. And then finally I got to the point, I'm like, something's wrong. So I go to the doctor. You know, they do a bunch of blood work. Everything was fine. But he tells me I have traction alopecia. And that's from wearing your hair so tight, you know, with braids and extensions that it thinned my hair out. So that's when I transitioned to start wearing wigs to get my hair strengthened again and to get it back to a, a healthy state. But I wasn't prepared for the gray hair that arrived in me doing my healthy state of hair. That didn't make sense. In my transition of getting my hair back um, healthy, I forgot that it was going to turn gray. I mean, I hadn't even thought of it. Now, don't get me wrong. I did see some gray hair surfacing. But I was okay with it because I still was able to camouflage it. It really wasn't that much. But then when I was wearing the wig, that's when I um, noticed it was here and here to stay. But, you know, I wasn't going to let it stay without going, going at it with a fight. <laughs> and the more I colored it, the grayer it became. So that was a whole 
situation because I had to get okay with my hair turning gray. And I wasn't. I wasn't at all because it was such a transition, you know, because when we think of gray hair, we think, oh, it's going to make us, it's going to make us look old. People are going to think we're old. And in my case, I was like, hold on, God, I'm not successfully married or successfully dating where I'm ready to, you know, be like, this is me, gray hair and all. And what? I wasn't ready for that. So I'm looking at him like, are you, you sure you want me to do this transition? And of course, I'm being, you know, overdramatic, but he was like, sure, why not? It's, it's you, it's who you are. But I wasn't ready yet. I wasn't comfortable yet because I wasn't ready for all the reactions I was going to get in, you know, letting my hair be natural, keeping the color out. Um, I hadn't had perms in so long, so that wasn't even the issue. So moving forward, when I got okay with my hair was going to be gray, I wasn't coloring anymore. I realized once I got okay with it, everybody else would get okay with it. And if they didn't, oh well. But I still had that something in me that was still consumed with people coming up to me. Is your hair gray? Oh my God. Is your hair gray? Is that all your hair? And it's like, you get it because it's a transformation. Like you had to get okay with it. You was just as shocked as they are, especially if they see you wearing all these different colors of hair. And then you come out with your real hair and it's a whole different color. It is, it is a transformation. It does make people look and ask questions. But that was probably the biggest hurdle getting past is your hair gray? Oh my goodness. I can't believe it. Oh my God. You know, and people know that it's gray. They ask you numerous times, is it the same color every time? And I get it, but that's what I had to get okay with. And once I got okay with it, you know, I can't imagine really having my hair any other color because that's how okay I am with it. Now I could stand it to be a little more thicker and a little longer, but, um, in saying all that, I had to go in balance with boldness to birth, you know, my hair color, you know, to, to keep it in its natural, to bring it to its natural state to where I'm not walking around here bald headed because that's the blessing in it. You know what, who cares if your hair is silver, gray or whatever color, as long as it's healthy and you got hair on your head, even if it's an inch, you know, you don't want to ruin the inch of hair that you got because you care what somebody else thinks. So you're going to go color it to a whole different color and make it fall out or get, you know, extensions and braids in it to, you know, make it come out even quicker because, you know, that type of stuff can damage your hair if it's not done properly. Um, and I do still get braids every now and then, but I get them a different way. I'm very particular on, you know, who does it and who doesn't do it and all that. But all that said, going, doing that did take balance, you know, and I wasn't even realizing I was, operating in the balance bonus and birth situation until a year later I looked back at a picture and I had um a wig on and now I'm like I wouldn't dare you know wear a wig of a different color you know just to hide my hair if it if I wear a wig because of, of a different color it's just for fun you know that's what I want to do but I operated in that balance bonus and birth and didn't recognize and realize I was even doing that. And the beauty of that is I was able to discover a different type of confidence, a different type of boldness with myself to start birthing things that I really wanted to do. Example, 
this podcast. And I just wanted to share that with you because words can be very influential, insightful, and inspirational, especially when you're ready for a transformation in your life. You're ready to turn around some things. And that's what my podcast is about. A, my everyday life, but two, to share and inspire anyone, whether it be you. And I know I'm inspiring myself because that's the beauty of helping people and motivating people. Not only do you help them, you help and encourage yourself the whole time. And so my hair was probably my biggest, one of my biggest um, hurdles I had to get over because everything else you can kind of maneuver. You know, if your kids make a wrong decision, you do nail yourself to the cross for that because so many, so many other people nail you to the cross if your kids make a bad decision. You know, it, it's the parents' fault. And they, you, the parents can do everything under the sun to make sure they're great, wonderful kids. But the minute they make a mistake, it's your fault. But somehow you can, you know, separate yourself from that because when they're grown, you really don't have no control over what a grown person does. But when it's something personal with you that you got to deal with, and you got to come to terms with, that's a little hard. That's a little different. And so I wasn't as courageous and bold to step out in my silver hair because I was too consumed with my thoughts with it, thoughts of other people at that time. So I wasn't able to birth anything. I wasn't able to birth the silver hair, birth my newfound confidence because I was stuck in not being confident and bold to step out and say, hey, this is me. This is another version of me. And in doing so, again, looking back, I was able to birth the silver hair. I call it silver. (laughs) And that allowed me to get comfortable and get bold into doing other things that I have been uncomfortable with. And the whole going into balance with boldness to birth what you're called to do, that was put on me Um. 2001. I mean, I'm sorry, January 1, 2019. And I shared that probably with a handful of people. So that has been on me for years, you know, and I wanted to share that with you so that whatever you're thinking about doing, do it. Now, obviously, we need to be in balance with whatever we do, but don't spend so much time trying to perfect it Because at some point, you just got to step out on faith. And to have faith takes boldness. And it takes to be confident because you got to know that it's going to work. It's going to work itself out. Um, Even if it ain't the way you want it to work out. And that's how I know God was all in this. Because I wasn't supposed to do my podcast first. I have a YouTube page that I was going to launch all this on. And talk about and share and show some things that go in line with what I'm talking about, um, apparel that I was going to, you know, debut on um, my YouTube channel. So God has a way of doing things the way, A, he thinks you should do them because it's going to work out better. And B, it just goes to show you, you really don't have as much control over certain things as you think you do when he's in it because it's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out anyway. So the moral of the story is to go in balance with boldness to birth what you're called to do, whatever that is, because 
it's going to be successful. And you can't worry about birthing things because you want 20 million people on your team. You just want to go and do it because it's on your heart and you're doing it for you. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And in the midst of that, if you get one or two people to be on your team along the ride, that's great. But you just got to know you're doing it for you. And if you're doing it from you for you and you're doing it from your heart, it's going to affect everybody. And like I said, that's what I wanted my podcast to be about. Hearing my life, some of my life stories to inspire and encourage someone, someone who's thinking, man, I wanted to do that too. And think, if Rayette can do it, I surely can do it. Not because if she can, I know I can. No, it's because it's enough for everybody. You may do it. It may not be like mine, might not be like yours, but we're all here to do it. So at the end of the day, in the beginning of the next, that's what my cousin Lydell says, um, we're all here to do what we're called to do. And I just encourage everyone to look at what they want to do and do it. And it may be small to someone else, but big to you because me allowing my hair to go silver birth a different type of confidence in myself that I did not have. And for the most part, I always thought I was a confident person and never really had a problem with saying what I felt, meaning what I say, say what I mean. That doesn't mean I'm perfect and I get it right all the time. And that doesn't mean I, you know, never had any confident issues in certain areas, but I didn't ever think my hair would make me, you know, feel the way that it made me feel, especially turning, you know, silver. But it's been one of the biggest blessings to have happened to me because it awakened a different part of myself, you know, if that even makes sense. But again, I couldn't wait to share that with you. And again, in sharing that, I hope it inspires you to start thinking about some things you want to do and hopefully, you know, allowing yourself to to move in a direction to get there you know because at the end of the day you only have one life to live and you might as well live it trying to do everything you want to do and I encourage you and if you're my friend and I know you I'll support you because that's one thing I do a lot of is support my friends and my family in their um endeavors you know um my good friends that know me know that that's one of the things that I do um because it doesn't take anything from me to be happy for the next person so again I just encourage you guys to go in balance with boldness to birth what you're called to do and I look forward to talking to you on the next episode and I don't know what we're going to talk about I don't know who I'm going to have on but whatever the case may be you already know we're gonna talk about it